Welcome to Tuesday Take, a weekly podcast where we sit down with Pastor James to get a little insight into life, questions, and past sermons. Our hope is to use God's Word to challenge you and encourage you so that you can see gospel restoration in your everyday life. With that, here's today's episode. Well, welcome back to another episode of Tuesday Take. I'm sitting here with Pastor Dylan and Pastor James. How you guys doing? Doing good, Shane. Shane, I'm doing great. How about you? Doing really, really good. You guys had a good day so far? Been a good day, man. Good. Nothing exciting? Nothing to, to write home about? Nothing like that? Nope. Just a regular day, man. <laughs> Sometimes you got to have them, I guess. I don't <laughs> Just know. Just a regular day, Just man. Just a normal day. I wish you guys had exciting days. I guess you don't. But hey, look, there's always tomorrow, right? There's always tomorrow. Hey, so let's jump into what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about church planning. And so just from the outset, if someone's unfamiliar with what a church plan is, in your words, what do you think it is? So essentially a church plant is a new church that is being started. So like at the base level, it's a church that was not a church. And now you start and it's usually with a small group of people. Um, they start in different areas, and so usually that's what we would call like a new church is usually would call it a church plant. Yeah, and it usually comes out of an existing church, too, from what I've seen. I've, I mean, I've seen cases where that's not true. Nine times out of ten, it comes out of an existing church. Yeah, and I think the heart behind or that, like the Bible speaks, you know, of course, um, we were talking about earlier, that day of like the Great Commission, sending people out. And so one of the ways we do that is like establishing churches um, is one of the ways that you grow disciples as you advance the kingdom. Um, and you see that model really throughout the church. Yeah. Well, and two, in the Great Commission, you see a call to make disciples, but you also see a call to baptize. And so I think to do that, you do that within the body of a church. Yeah. Yeah, and, I, and as you look through, I know you were talking earlier um, about Paul, but the idea of like, I mean, you see that, and well, it's not just Paul. I mean, you see multiple people. You see Timothy, different people, like, go into these areas that didn't have churches, and they would go in and start a church, and then they would leave and basically have this, what we would consider, yeah. I mean, I don't know if they, like, called it a church plant, but I think now that's, like, the terminology we would use, but that's, in a sense, what they're doing. Yeah, it's pretty much what Paul gave his life to. I mean, he traveled everywhere, planted churches. So you guys have actually been a part. I know whenever you were in Birmingham, and Dylan, I know early in your ministry career, you guys are part of a church plant. What did it look like for y'all? I know, James, like you were probably attending, Dylan, you were working. It's kind of two different ways of looking at it. What did it look like for y'all? The church plant I was part of was in Birmingham. It was a renovate church, and uh, it was a guy that I knew that was starting a church plant in Birmingham. And I was kind of on the phase of, you know, a lot of it when you start a church plant, obviously it's usually um, either, like you said, ascending church or whatever, and they have kind of a vision of like, hey, let's go to area. And usually you go to areas where there's a lot of lostness. So, like, they typically don't go into places that are like, oh, there's like 50 churches here. Um, is the typical is the goal is like we want to go into a place that doesn't have churches so that we can just have like a gospel presence in that area. And so that's basically what this guy was Andy Atkinson, and, and so that's basically him and um a couple guys basically went in and they actually like uprooted their families. They moved to Birmingham and it was, I guess I was on kind of like the, the small group kind of DNA phase of it a little bit. And so we were meeting in homes. Um, we really hadn't even started Sunday gatherings yet. We, we would kind of have something on Sunday night that would resemble a gathering, but a lot of it was like small groups, like, Hey, really kind of, I guess laying the, um, a lot of times people call it like a core team, 
And so it was kind of really the core team of like, here's what we're going to do. Here's our mission. Here's our vision. Um, and actually, I, I ended up leaving Birmingham before they actually like planted the church to you know start worshiping on Sundays and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. So in 2016, I was a part of a a church plant that came out of First West. Um, they they planted a Calhoun campus, and it worked really well because at the time I was I was coaching at Calhoun Middle School. I was pretty involved in the community there. And so it made a lot of sense. I got with a guy, um, Tyler Corey, good friend of yours, Shane, yep. who got me kind of connected there and um, ended up meeting Josh Elliff, who was the the campus pastor there. And so we planned it, and it was a little bit different because um, it was more of a, a campus of an existing church rather than just coming out of an existing church. So there were more resources and things involved, but it still meant uh, early Sunday mornings and same way after lunch to set up and tear down and I mean, there were challenges with it, but it was it was super rewarding because uh, it was in a community that, I mean, it had a lot of need. It had a lot of lostness, a lot of brokenness, and um, we got to be a part of kind of setting an example of what a good, healthy church looks like in that area, and so it was a lot of fun. That's awesome. So, like, in Scripture, there's not, like, a book devoted to, and here's how you church plant. And so, like, biblically, whenever we come, I know we've talked about it some already, but, like, whenever it comes to launching something like this, in in your opinion, what is that like what does the Bible say about it? About why we should basically church plant? Yeah, that and like the the mo I mean we've talked about the motive behind it, but like I think of people and we'll get into it in a minute, but people we partner with, like their whole sending, where, where do we see this in scripture? Well, I think you see several. I mean, Acts, I mean it's not necessarily like a manual, but all throughout Acts you see um the church sending out I mean, one Paul Barnabas. I mean, sending them out, they were going on his missionary journeys, and on that missionary journey, that's when he would go and actually, you know, I mean, you see it in Ephesus, you see it in Philippi. You know, Philippi actually starts the Book of Philippians um, starts with is a crazy way to start a church is start with a rich lady who sells purple purple goods. You have a former demon possessed girl, and then you have a Roman jailer, which is a real mix. All the ingredients of a church, <laughs> of a church plant, you know, but you see it that like. And that's why, like a lot of the, and I, I guess it's a lot of it too. Again, you don't want to take the Holy Spirit out of this because a lot of it was, again, motivated by the Holy Spirit of that God was doing this, and it wasn't necessarily Paul's doing. It was because many times the Holy Spirit was like, "Hey, I don't want you to go this way. I want you to go this way." The whole thing with in Philippi is when you know he delivers a girl and he get, has to go to uh, the jail, and so he's in jail, and it's through the jail that he ends up sharing the gospel with this jailer who then a converts his whole family and who becomes one of the, if you want to call it founding members of the church at Philippi. So I think a lot of it, you just see like, it's a Holy spirit, I think inspired thing. Um, and, 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 and different church planners that I know, I mean, it, it's usually the, there's been a very distinct call from the Holy spirit of a calling into this. And then using not only just a calling into it, but a calling to a certain area. Um, because everybody has a certain draw to a certain area that they say, man, I just feel God pressing on, this certain area, you know? Yeah, I think, too, thinking about the book of Acts um, and kind of all that you mentioned, James, it, I think it's important to, to note that in that Paul didn't just go on missionary journeys, evangelize, tell people about Jesus, and then dip out. You know, like, he went, he evangelized, and he helped start a community of believers with those that he evangelized and told the gospel to. <clears throat> and so I think, I think that's a good model for us of, like, we can't just go and just you know, do mission work and, and share the gospel. That's important, and we need to do that. But I think we need to set up, if not already there, their ability to gather together and, and worship. Absolutely. When, when I was thinking, even like for everybody listening, 
um, you know, if you go to a body at one point, that body that you go to didn't exist at one point. It, at one point, it didn't exist, and a group of it could have been a pastor, a group of people said, "Hey, we believe that God's calling us to start a church." You know, and so it's hard for us to think about that now because it's like, oh, especially Monroe, West Monroe, most of the churches here. There are some church plants and new churches, and we'll talk about that. But you know, even here at First Monroe, I mean, at one point this church never existed, and some people, Father McGuire. Uh, shout out to Father McGuire, um, who started uh, the, the the body here in 1854. And so, I mean, at one point, there wasn't a church here, and he felt led by God to come and start, which now we know is First Monroe. So every church that you know of, it, it started at some place where it didn't exist, and someone felt God's lead and calling to, to, to do it, you know? Absolutely. And so, like you just said, like, we are a church that has been established since a really long time ago, 1854. And so... As a church who's established, we've kind of talked, probably hinted at some things, but why do we partner with churches? Like, as freshman row pastor, obviously you probably helped steer some of this. Um, why do we partner with church plans? I think so. And even like thinking about, and of course, I didn't necessarily know this when I got to First Monroe, but even there's many churches there in the area that you know about that were results of First Monroe deciding, hey, let's let's start autonomous churches in the area, you know. And so a lot of churches in this area were started because of First Monroe, and people went out from this body to start other bodies. And then some of those started other churches that are you know now exist in our community. So I think it's been in the DNA of what we've done for a long time. Um, but I think also there's a level with this, and I love about church planning is it reminds us that we're in a kingdom work, and we're not just like we're not just about ourselves here at First Monroe, but like we want to invest and be a part of, and realize like, hey, God didn't just hear, but God's. I mean, all over in God's work, and we want to join God in what He's doing all over. And so, really, that's a lot of where we started. And I know we're, we'll go through who do we partner with, um, but really, a lot of it started when I first got here. We, we um, uh, North American Mission Board, that's an arm of the Southern Baptist Convention. They started this. I don't know when they started it, but it was the Send Network. And so, basically, what they did is they identified. They call them Send cities that are basically all over the whole area. Um, and what they did is basically said, hey, where's the biggest uh, group of lostness, mostly in big urban cities, and then we want to be strategic in planting churches in those areas. And so through that, they, they do these sin, uh, they call them uh, vision trips, sin city vision trips. And so anyway, Kirsch and I went on one been four or five years ago now, and uh, we went to Kansas City. And um, it was kind of, I guess we just looked on a map and, said, hey, what's kind of close but still kind of far away and something that's doable for us. And so we went to uh, Kansas City, and they introduced you to all kind of church planters. I mean, you inter- I mean, you, you travel around, you go to their church plants, you see them, you hear their vision, and then at the end of it, what their goal is, is they want to match you up with a church plant to be able to support um, financially, to go on mission trip, like to, to partner, really a partner with them. And so that's when we met Christopher and uh, Rebecca Hames, who uh, started and planted Multiply Church in Kansas City. So you kind of just talked about one. Do we partner with anybody else? Yes, we do. All right. Well, thank you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> do you guys want to elaborate on who they are? Yeah. You want to go, Dylan? Yeah, I'll go. Uh, so our most recent church plant that uh, we partner with is a uh, church plant out of Loveland, uh, River Church. And it's actually, um, Josh Eliff is the lead planner there, and that's actually who I worked with at First West back in 2016 when we launched the Calhoun campus. 
Um, and it's been really cool to kind of hear Josh's vision and see him. Cause I mean, from knowing him from years ago, his, his heart has always been church planning and evangelism and, and to see him to take this team to, to Colorado and do what he's doing up there. Um, it's been great to see, great to be a part of, um, I don't really know how exactly we got connected with them because I mean I know Josh, but I think we got connected through other ways. Yeah, yeah. So uh, one of the, and I know I think they're kind of in the core the core team phase. But one of the the members of the core team is uh, Jeremy and Brittany Wheat, and so Jeremy and Brittany both grew up here at our church. Miss um, Susan, Miss Rob is Jeremy's um, their son, and then Terry Slauson and Miss Tammy had um, uh, Brittany, and so they both grew up here. They got married. Uh, they were attending First West and then really felt, I think, with Josh, this call to go. Um, and so for us, it just kind of made sense of like, hey, this, uh, uh, especially this going there is someone that grew up here at our church. And so we want to be a part of um, their family still go here. We want to be a part of supporting. So I think that was kind of one of the deep connections we had with them. And so uh, we just wanted to, to partner with them and come alongside. And so I, I know um, Josh came and preached one Sunday. And so. We'll actually link um, uh, the link to YouTube where you can hear really all the stories of that morning. We'll put that in the show notes, yeah, so people can go back and check that out. Right, right. Um, and so that's so that's one. So we're excited about uh, River Church, and then also um, we also support the Well Church, which is um, there in South Monroe. Larice and Alicia Rollins um, uh, are started that, and so uh, and I think a lot of the church probably should be pretty familiar with. Or and if you're not, um, last fall we actually did joint services with the Well Church where we. Um, they worshiped here, we worshiped there, and we did kind of joint services together. And so that's been a, a neat partnership because other partnerships with church plants, I mean, I know different people. Well, we hadn't had the opportunity to go to Loveland yet, but we've gone to Kansas City multiple times. Um, but going, it's used, Going back in a few weeks. We actually. are, yeah, yeah. We got a quick, actually a quick trip from Memorial Day weekend. They called and have basically some special needs that popped up and said, hey, can you send just a couple guys? We need, a you know, five or six guys to come up and build a project for us. And so... I. Just, we just sent some texts out and said, you know, through our group meeting of guys and, and multiple people said, hey, you know, let's roll. So we're going to be going Memorial Day weekend. But um, with Larice, you know, it's a neat because we, we're we're in the same community. And so we're able to do probably more. Um, you know, we did the trunk retreat with them that time. We And so um, it, it's been a cool partnership, you know, to have Larice and the Well Church and to, to see all the guys doing in and through them. So we keep saying things like we partner with and we support and we do all these things like, and I think it's easy for the three of us to know like, oh yeah, we know exactly what we do with these churches. But for someone who's listening, who may not be as familiar, like what does it mean whenever we say we partner with and we support, like what do we practically do? I think on on the top end, and this is, I think the entire church can do this and that's prayer. I think a lot of times with church plants, as they're launching and even as they're beginning to grow, I think, I mean, prayer is the biggest thing for them. I think that's the main way that we can support them. Yeah, so we support through prayer. We financially support them. So we've added added them in our in our, in our our budget. And so um, every time that people give, a uh, percentage of that goes, is split up and goes to each of our different church plants. Um, and so that that's one, and that's where really a lot of the church plants are especially when they start out, that's really one of the things that really why they need other churches to partner with them is there's a huge financial burden and it's on the families that are going. I mean, because you think, I mean, many of them are uprooting their entire life and moving to a community. They had no clue. I mean, they're starting from scratch. And so a lot of what they need is, is they need a lot of financial support. And so we've tried to come alongside, add them in our budget 
um, to say, hey, we're going to financially, you know, and there are churches that can give more, but I think that's that's kind of the thing that I thought for us here at First Monroe. We're not the biggest church by any means, but we can sure play a part, you know, um, in giving. And so that's what we do every month. We we send a check to all three church plants, um, however much is given that month, a percentage of that goes to our church plants. Um, and so I think that's one of the ways, just reminding, of course, last week, you know, we talked about giving and being generous. And so when you're generous and when you give, some of that goes to our church plants, which is, you know, which is really, really important. And then I think we also, we, we, we partner with them physically, like we actually go with them and want to be with them. And, and, and that was one of the things, and I, I remember growing up, not that it's bad, but growing up, sometimes you would go to mission trips or church, like you would just go to this like one random place and then you would never go back there again. And that's fine. I think that's good. But you also want, I think there's something good about going to the same place over and over again, establishing relationships with the pastors and the, and the churches. And so um, we hadn't had the opportunity to really do that with Loveland yet. We've been able to do that, I think, just in close proximity with the will. Um, but I know like Kansas City, I mean, this trip we're about to take is, um, I mean, fourth, fifth, sixth trip we've taken to Kansas City. Yeah. And like they, we know them, they know us. And so there's a relationship that's, that's been built there. And so I think it's a joy to like, you really get to like celebrate with them. And like, hey, I know these people, you know. Um, and so when you're praying for people, it's not like I, I'm just you know, because sometimes we can pray for a missionary and we not know him. It's different when it's like the pastor name comes up and it's like, oh, I've heard him preach. Like Josh It's like, I've, I've met Josh, you know, I've actually seen him and I've heard him preach and I've heard his vision versus just like, he's just like a face on a card, you know? And so I think it makes it personal for us yeah. that we want to have personal investment in, in our church plans. Um, not just, and, that, and that's one of the things we told Christopher and multiply of like, we don't want it to just be like a thing where you just send you a check. Like, I know you need finances, but we don't want to just send a check. We want to be involved and we want to, if y'all have a need, like tell us, or, you know, if you need help, like that's like um, the church plant, you know, Kansas City Multiply, they actually, Christopher actually just transferred. He's he's actually um, not the senior pastor anymore. Multiply It's a guy named JT Masling is. Um, he's a guy that grew up in Wyandotte, and so Christopher and them are now they're, they've moved back home, and I think they're going to transition to something else. Um, but basically, they they left a church in a healthy position, and so JT have a relationship with him, and he just like called me and said, "Hey man, we need help. Can you help us?" And so it's cool to have that kind of relationship where they can just pick up a, a phone and says, "Hey, we need you," and we're like, "Okay, well, let's see what we can do." You know, that's awesome. Well, um, as you listen to this, wherever you are, um, we want to just give a second, uh, just tell you, whenever this podcast is over, spend a few minutes praying for our, our church plants. Um, pray for the well, pray for multiply, and pray for the River Church, um, wherever you are. Fellas, thank you for sitting down and, and talking about church plants and why they're important and why we have chosen to partner with them. And thank you for checking out another episode of Tuesday Take. <laughs>